0: Mark, there's brother Carl. They're way ahead of me. Isn't that amazing? other well, They're younger than. They're younger than I am. So they, you know, I have an excuse. I'm, an, I'm the old kid on the block. So. <laughs> <laughs> welcome aboard, everybody. All right, we're we're all set now. And uh, I want to again welcome uh, Babs. Also, Mark Kennedy. Mark is two timing three timing tonight. He's on talk shoe, YouTube, and Facebook. He's leaping around all over the place <laughs> <laughs> okay. West Jacob Jacobson's with us. Ashley's with us um, and the number of people that I probably cannot see yet on here. but anyway, welcome aboard everybody. Um, this morning. Uh, we went through the eleventh chapter of John tonight. We're going to go through the sixth chapter of Galatians. I think this should be a real interesting study tonight. Uh, like I said uh, earlier, in my history of a, as a as a child attending Armenian churches, I don't know how many times this one verse was taken as a complete sermon to try to scare people into the kingdom of God (laughs) okay and the verse was be not deceived God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap and so obviously the idea behind that Arminian phrase was if you do enough good works okay and you sow enough good seed okay you just might make it into heaven (laughs) <laughs> okay I had a medical doctor tell me one time still remember his name I'm not going to call his name out but he told me Larry it's like this I, it's real simple Larry because I'm a medical doctor and I'm pretty logical he says God has a scorecard okay and every time you do something good he makes a little check mark and every time you do something bad he makes a check mark and if you're good Check marks outweigh your bad check marks. You'll probably make it into heaven. That was his theology. You know what it reminds me of? He's making a list. He's checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus, Satan Claus is coming to town. Anyway, yeah. that's yeah. that was Santa Claus theology. This is this is Santa Claus theology. When people have mm. the idea that. Can, because first of all you know like we've already said one sin James says if we've sinned in one point we've sinned in every point and none of us none of us can keep the law and so this is the root cause of the false doctrine of free will of man to actually believe that man can do something to merit his own salvation so we're going to just read through this this is only 18 verses I'm going to have my son Mark Phillips read through the first six verses then I'm going to have uh, Mark Kennedy read through the, the 7 through 12 and then I'm going to have uh, Carl if, if he would read from 13 through 18 and we'll just go around and make comments on it go ahead Mark Galatians, Galatians 6 verses 1 through 6 Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such in one in the spirit of meekness, consider thyself, lest thou also be tempted. ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing, Himself alone and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. But to him that is taught and the word, communicate to him that teaches in all good things. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Any comments on that? Yeah, I believe that's scriptural to go by the word God. Okay. With faith, in Christ, and all that. All right. Well, here we find it starts out with. Um, Notice, notice, I don't know if you've ever noticed this before. The first word in chapter 6 is all capital letters. That wasn't just by happenstance. Brethren. He's addressing the brethren. Brethren. Capital letters. If a man be overtaken the fault. You with your spirit shall restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. And, you know, again, like Brother Carl and I often say, we're preaching to ourselves. I've not always done that, and I will be the first to admit that. In other words, it's real easy to see someone else's faults and not see our own. And he says to bear one another another's burdens, and fulfill the law of Christ. What is the law of Christ? The law of Christ is, you know, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and love thy neighbor as thyself. Right. So it, it says, says, if something. a man thinks himself to be something when he's nothing, he I deceives had himself. Within my old
1: brain pan. Not fully in
0: yet. Okay, thank you. God bless you. Okay, so anyway, <clears throat> we're getting a little background. We're getting a little background from Mark. Mike, I don't know what Mark Kennedy there, but anyway, if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Well, we know that apart from Christ, we all are nothing. You know. We've already talked about that. There's many chapters that show, you know, that <laughs> we are all dead in our trespasses and sin. We are less than grasshoppers in the sight of God. And we are all considered unworthy. We don't have any merits of our own. And uh, if you look in Romans 12, verse 3, He says, I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. That last part is the most important part. God's the one that's dealt to every man the measure of faith. Okay, we didn't, didn't, you know, decide, well, we're going to pick ourselves up by our bootstraps and have faith. Faith is comes from God. And then he says in verse four, "Let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another, for every man shall bear his own burden." This is a really good two verses to show that you know this uh, popery idea is not biblical. To go to a pope or go to a counselor or go to a pastor to uh, try to get their approval. We are only looking for God's approval. And the only way that we can have God's approval is if he, by the grace of God, he gives us the faith of Christ to obey his word. And that's what it, that's what that means and then finally in verse 6 let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things and that's that's what we're endeavoring to do tonight we're endeavoring to teach the word out of the word okay mm-hmm. and not just one person up in front of someone in a pulpit dominating it over someone uh, but right. we're trying to to, to equalize Equalize the interaction between us so that's the first six verses. Um, why don't we have Brother Mark uh, speak of these six verses then we'll have Brother Carl speak of it then brother, and brother then we just can go on on forward from there but go ahead, brother Mark.
1: I like that. Thank you, Brother Larry. okay yeah that is very interesting why the brethren why the word "brethren" is in all capital letters i think I think he's emphasizing that this message is for is to be received and is for everyone who is a brother in the Lord and so yes. in the case, I think that this is in all caps to show that this message is for everyone, nobody is exempt. We all we all make goofedids. We all make goofs from time to time. Yeah. I made a goof this morning, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I I made an unclear statement. I had just gotten up within the hour, and my old brain pan was not fully engaged. So so the so the old tongue was uh, was running out of control there because the old brain pan wasn't fully engaged. Yet, I made a goof this morning and so
0: for that I sincerely apologize. Well, says, I've, oh, it many, I, I've done it many times, brother. I've done it many, many times. So you're not alone. We all, all right. As long as we correct the record,
1: then we can move on. But I just wanna right. put that on the record. I made I made a. I I goofed this morning. My old brain pan wasn't fully connected. <laughs> okay so let's see so yes this is good advice for all of the brethren if we be overtaken in a fault then uh then god recommends and commands that the spiritual ones who are you know okay at the time restore the one who made a goof like i did this morning in the spirit of meekness, always with an eye toward restoration, I like his, yes. he says like this, he says, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. That reminds me of another scripture where he says,, uh, "If you think that you stand, take heed, lest you fall. so this is uh, this is really good. I really like what he says here in verse two, you know, bear one another's burdens." And so, in in doing this, we fulfill the law of Christ. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And verse 3, here we go. Here where's the rubber meets the road. You know, for those who are too big for their britches, you know, going to get cut down to size a few notches. Verse 3 says, For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. And uh, this is good brother Larry cuz like you said you know we've all we've all known people who you know thought they had all the answers you know I have arrived so listen to me I Boy. used to uh, I'm not going to go into that but I used to study with two people that had that problem but anyway I digress but you know we all we all we all make goofs from time to time and we all get puffed up and from time to time, and God knows that. And, and that's why he's so gentle and gracious in the correcting. You know, he said, you know, it's like, my child, my child, come back and I will restore thee into full fellowship. You know, it's not done with harshness. Oh, you screwed up. Now you've had it. You're out of here. You know, no, God doesn't do that to his elect, thankfully. If he did, we'd all be out in the cold. Ain't that right? And yeah, that's so, right
0: There's been, There's been many days Mark has had to correct me that I'm in the wrong day <laughs> I put the, and Mark me Mark say it's not the twenty fifth it's the twenty sixth Larry <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's funny that is too funny. But anyway, and he says, but anyway, verse four is great, you yeah, know, but he said, you know, every man prove your own work, then you'll have rejoicing in yourself alone, and I don't know, that way we won't have to, you know, that way we won't have to say, oh, I goofed this morning, my old brain pan wasn't connected yet, and the tongue was running out of control. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good, that's good, you know, that, that. You know God here is telling us everyone we we do our due diligence, and if we're you know and if we're saying something when i'm when I'm quoting a scripture online you know when I strive with these Armenian heathens on YouTube and Facebook and whatever, and I'm putting a scripture for them to You know, listen, I'll go into Bible Gateway and highlight it and then go into my scripture and I'll check it like at least twice to make sure this is right. Because if I'm putting something out there that I want others, you know, to listen to, I double check to make sure that I'm getting it right. It's called doing your due diligence. And this is what I think he's talking about here. You know, make sure that we're on the straight and narrow before we go telling others that There's another verse that Paul talks about if we haven't preached and after we haven't preached and then we turn back, you know, it's not good. So then verse 5, you know, every man will bear his own burden. And then here in verse 6, oh, I've got something to say about this verse right here. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches, teach in all good things. The the nominal... uh, Christian world Specifically the, uh, the Blabbit and rabbit and all the false Teachers I've heard this Verse used To substantiate that you Should give you know these false Pastors lots and lots Of money and all of that I've heard this voice I've heard this verse taken out of context You know a few times yes. Over the years So praise God Saints thank you for uh, Thank you for bearing with my wayward tongue this morning and my, and my goof because my old brain pan wasn't fully engaged yet. And so thanks for not throwing me into the Nile, into the Nile with the baby Moses and, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater and all that
0: fun stuff. Praise God, saints. Well, you know, it's uh, in today's world with all of the different translation and versions of the Bible right and we don't know when people are listening to us you know we're hoping that they're following with us along in the King James Version but a lot of them might have their NIV out looking at it. oh yeah Or they might they might have the New English Standard Version out or the revised standard version or the Latin Vulgate or or the Dewey ruins or or whatever you know and so that even further complicates things. I remember Walt Stickle telling a story one time about going into a Bible study, and he said he was. They would call on. They would go around the room and read the chapter that they were studying, and everybody had a different version. And oh, yeah. "All I, all Walt said, all I said was, it, this is kind of confusing because I have a King James, and you've got an American Standard, and he's got a Revised, and he's got this." And I I just can't follow along. You know, the guy that was leading the Bible study told him he needed to leave because he was causing he was schismatic. (laughs) Okay. Oh, but anyway, that just shows you you know what happens sometimes. Um, And and I think that it is it is good that we are uh, we are solid and sound on on the Authorized King James Version of the Bible. Uh, Brother Carl, what are your thoughts on this uh, first six verses?
2: Well, I can't really add anything further, you know, than what you guys have. I'll just say that, you know, we can only do as we're instructed here by the grace of God. And that is, in fact, the context that is established in the first few verses, or excuse me, in the first chapter of Galatians. And the book of Galatians itself is is preaching against works, and it's preaching the grace of God. and. uh in verse 6 of, of the first chapter, um, we see here it says, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we, are, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you, than that which we have preached unto you, let him be a curse. So no matter what Armenians try to do, no matter what these will worshiping devils do, all right, we have the context clearly defined for us and even further in verses 15 and 16 up of chapter one. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. So this is the context, and it's only by the grace of God that we can fulfill the law of Christ, which is to love our neighbor as ourself um, and bear one another's burdens and restore a brother if he's taken in a fault. This is only this is only by the grace of God. And any and any of these good works that we manifest, we were ordained that we should walk in them, in, you know, in Christ Jesus from before the world began. And this is his work. He's the author and finisher of our faith. And with that, I'll turn it back over to you guys.
0: Well, that's very good. Um, well, Brother Carl, why don't you, uh, or Brother Mark, why don't you read seven... Uh, down through uh, 13, and uh, or seven through 12, seven through 12, and then make any comments you have about that, and then uh, we'll, uh, brother Carl and I will make comments on that passage, seven through 12. Very good, very good. Did you did you say that guy asked you to
1: leave, brother Larry, because you had a no, James that, and all had something different. No.
0: No, it was Walt Stickle. Walt oh. Stickle was in a Bible. Walt Stickle was in a Bible study, and they were going around reading the scripture, and everybody had a different translation or a different version. And Walt oh. just said, "This, this." Walt just said, "This is confusing." And when Walt said that, he was ushered to the door, and he was told that he was being schismatic. You know.
1: Wow, oh. boy.
0: If that isn't an example
1: of intolerance, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Man, what a lovely way to treat, you know, someone. Just because they say confusing. Wow, that's amazing. Anyway, well, praise God, saints. Uh, Thank you for being with us tonight. Uh, May Jehovah comfort you. In whatever situation you may be in, take all your cares and concerns to him because he cares for you. And, uh, saints, I will say please keep praying for those prayer requests that I've been mentioning for the last month or so now. I'm sure you're well aware of what they are. So, praise God, saints. We're in uh, Galatians chapter 6 in the authorized, infallible, inspired word of God King James only version. Galatians chapter 6 starting at verse 7 down to verse 12. Verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Verse 8. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Verse 9, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we, have therefore as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Verse 11, see, ye see how large a letter I have written unto you with mine own hand. And verse 12, as many as desire to make a fair show in the flesh, they constrain you to be circumcised, only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. Okay. Well, praise God, sense. Yes, this is good. Verse 7 is a stern warning to the world, to us and to the unbelievers, I believe. I could be wrong, but it says you know we are not to be deceived because god is not mocked because whatsoever a man sows that shall he also reap this is spir- this is spiritual law number 1 as ye sow so shall ye reap and uh, we see in this world that people are con- that the average person in today's world is completely Unmindful, unmindful and tuned out of spiritual things, chasing after the, chasing after mammon, filthy lucre, un, unjust gain, you know, working jobs for just for money and their heart is not in it. So everybody in 99% of the world today is chasing after the vain and empty and futile philosophy of materialisms. The dollar the dollar or whatever currency of the country they're in, the, 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 the currency unit is the God of the modern age today. And so verse eight here is the results of what that will bring for those whose God is the currency unit of whatever nation they happen to be in. Verse 8, for he that sows to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sows to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. And I think that's what we're doing here, you know, discussing the word of God amongst ourselves, you know, over this wonderful method, mode of communication called the Internet. And so, praise God, I think that's what we're doing. So, uh, verse 9 is encouraging us to not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. (laughs) Uh, Verse 10, and this is good, because there's two distinctions or two levels that I see here. He says, as we have therefore opportunity, let us good un, do good unto all men. That's the general specification, which I see, and that's the lower level. And then it continues, especially unto them who are the, the households of faith. And that, I see, is the second or more uh, specific and more, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, come on, brain pan. <laughs> So this second one, especially to the household of faith, this is the more specific and more binding uh, commandment of God. Yes, we should help all men in general. That's the general commandment and the lower, and the lower preceding precedence commandment, but the, but the higher preceding, precedent of command is especially to those who are the household of faith. That means the brothers and sisters who name the name of the Lord if they need help we are commanded right here to step up to the plate and do it It's only money or it's only material things whatever it may be it's only time and God is God is the author of all time anyway he's out, he's outside of time God is not God is transcendent over His creation. He's not limited by time and space like us creatures are. So verse eleven, ye see how large a letter I've written unto you with mine own hand. So we've got ample you know we've got ample uh, evidence of what God is telling us in such a large piece of writing. And then in verse twelve as many as desire to make a fair show in the flesh they constrain you to be circumcised only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of Christ they're only looking on external things the people in the people in this category here in verse 12 they're only looking on external things and as we know unregenerate man only looks on the external things of the outward appearance of things and that's why Unregenerate man is so easily deceived. We know, of course, that God looks at the heart, and so God knows what's in everybody's hearts because He He looks on the heart of man to see what is there. And so, praise God, brothers! Praise
0: God, saints! Yeah, go ahead, brother uh, Brother Carl. I think you pretty well covered that. I don't really have anything to add to that. Only in verse 10 I would just make one statement and that is that I'm glad he I'm glad he gave us a disclaimer there as we have therefore opportunity because sometimes doors are closed then we don't have an opportunity to do good either to the general population or or even we may be in a situation where we can't even help the brethren so I'm glad he did put a little uh, put a little waiver in there go ahead brother
2: uh, Carl Yes, good point, brother Larry. And as well, sometimes we don't have the opportunity because the people that we're addressing are heretics. And they call yes. our Lord and Savior Jesus and, and they call our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ a failure. So, yes. excellent point. Excellent point. By the grace of God. Yeah, so the will worshiper, okay? This is how they operate. They must come into the scriptures and take one verse here or two verses here out of context. They cannot deal with the Word of God. They can't deal Mm -hmm. with the Word of God in context. And they especially cannot deal with the Word of God in its entirety, because they're of their Mm -hmm. fault of the devil, and they're liars. So verse 7 and 8, and this is really where I want to – this is really what I want to comment on, and then I'll turn it back over to you guys. Um, Verse 7, it says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Now, at the beginning of this book, as I spoke about a few minutes ago, the context, as we all know by the grace of God, is very clearly established. All right? And it is to the brethren. It is to the elect. All right? And Paul is admonishing them not to be brought back under the yoke of bondage again, back underneath the yoke of bondage again, which is law, which is works. All right, this is th- this is what he's addressing in here, and he tells us very clearly. All right, in verse six, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you, than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Therefore, men that come in here and take these verses like that, will worshipers, let them be accursed. Men that come in here, verse 7 and 8, and take this and try to, and, and try to teach a works-based salvation, by the Holy Spirit of God, we are told here through the, through the Apostle Paul, let them be accursed. And we're told further in in verse 15 and 16. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace. This is the same thing with every one of God's elect. He has separated us from our mother's womb and called us by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Neither I went up to Jerusalem to them, these so-called religious law keepers, these Pharisees, which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. All right, so he didn't go up to confer with anybody, even the apostles. He went, he conferred with the Holy Spirit of God that called him by name and and called him to faith in Jesus Christ. I mean, in verse 8, it says, For he that soweth to his flesh... Shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap a life everlasting. If we go to the twelfth chapter of Romans, all right, we see in verses one, two, and three, and in the first verse, this what we see here in Galatians that is being spoken of in verses seven and eight is our reasonable service. As we're told here in verse 1, it says in Romans 12, in the authorized King James Bible only, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God, for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, just like we read in the first six verses, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. So we're very clearly we're very clearly told here that this that our reasonable service all right, is to not seek things of the flesh, all right, and to reap the rewards of the flesh, which is corruption, but to seek things of the Spirit, all right? Seek things of the Spirit, and we shall reap life everlasting. But this is very clearly taught to us that this is by the mercy of God, by the grace of God, all right? And this, in fact, all right, Seeking things of the Spirit and picking up our cross daily, all right, and forsaking our flesh. This is our reasonable service. Uh, this, is our reasonable, this, is our, this is our reasonable service. All right, this has—we we, we do this because God has bestowed his grace upon us, and we love him who first loved us. And we're very clearly taught that, and it's only we'll worship in our daughters who come in here and handle the Scriptures deceitfully because they can't take things in context. They have to come in here and do that with it, and it's just its just disgusting.
0: Oh, that's good, really good. You know, uh, yeah, just to reinforce what Brother Carl just said in the uh, second chapter of Galatians, let's just read the 16th verse. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Christ Jesus Christ even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified that's basically what the Carl has just said that you know these these works doctrine people come in like he said they pull one scripture out of a whole book that has to do with grace, and try to teach, teach works out of that one scripture. Cat, okay, I've run into that over and over and over throughout my life. Um, well, uh, we're going to go ahead and and uh, have Brother Carl finish out for us, uh, if you would, Brother Carl. Um, Brother, before we move on, Brother Mark, any comments on the on those? Uh, those passages that we just covered down through verse thirteen. Yes, that's
1: right. That's very good. I believe I I believe I did uh, commentary already, if I'm not mistaken. But yes, I affirm everything <laughs> that Brother Carl just said.
0: Okay, sorry about that. So, Brother Carl, if you want to pick up thirteen to eighteen, and we'll uh, we'll bring this to a kind of a conclusion. All right, verse thirteen
2: through through eighteen. For neither they themselves, who are circumcised, keep the law, but desire to have you circumcised, that they may glory in your flesh and I'll just do this one verse at a time by the grace of God uh, <laughs> is this, I mean does this sound like so-called pastors of the day or what? these are yeah. religious <laughs> hypocrites. i mean this this is what this is what they do i mean it's and they they have attempted to take the gospel of Jesus Christ, all right, and I'm talking about sovereign grace preachers here too. All right, they've attempted to take the gospel of Jesus Christ and use it as law. And to mm-hmm. and to hold it over your head like they have the you know, like they have the grace of God all like 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 they have the corner on grace or something. And it's disgusting. Yeah. And they try to use the gospel of Jesus Christ to keep you submitted under them. And it's just it's just it's so wicked. Uh, wow. Verse 14, but God forbid that I should glory, and here we go again, but God forbid, and I love this, but God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. So the the believer doesn't glory in ourselves, all right? Even the good works that we were ordained to walk in, we know that these are the works of Christ, so we don't glory in ourselves. Even the per- even the believer that is trying his best, by the grace of God, to forsake his flesh and seek things of the Spirit. We don't think ourselves too highly. We know what we are being taught of God. And we don't glory in ourselves. We glory in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Verse fifteen For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision but a new creature. That's right, because this is the circumcision of the Spirit. This is, we are, God bestows a new birth upon the believer, and we're called to faith in Jesus Christ, all right? And circumcision was a, the circumcision of the flesh, that was also a picture of the new birth, in, in Old Testament scripture, at least is my opinion. In verse 16, and as many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them and mercy and upon the Israel of God. You see, very, here's the spiritual Israel very clearly proclaimed here by nice. the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul again. All right? We have the grace of God in the spiritual Israel right here. <laughs> uh, how beautiful. And upon the Israel of God. From henceforth, verse 17, let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Brother, in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. And with that, I'll turn it back over to you guys. Amen.
0: Well, you know, uh, you mentioned Sovereign Grace. They have a, I have a nickname for that. It's called Sogpies. Sogpies, S-O-G-P. Sovereign Grace Priests.
2: (laughs) Okay. Oh, yeah. And and, and I know where the Pope is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah, they have their own Pope. I wonder if they have a black one, too. I wonder if they have a black Pope. (laughs) Anyway. That's good. Yeah. They really really do. They have their own little hierarchy, you know. And uh, I'll make some comments, and I'll let Mark finish this out, Mark Kennedy, But uh, I I wholeheartedly agree with everything that's been said tonight um, about this. You know, I love verse 14 like Brother Carl, for God forbid I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. And so many times Paul warned these uh, Galatians not to buy into not to drink the Kool-Aid of dispensationalism. I'm just, I'm using modern-day vernacular, okay? In other words, in the third chapter of Galatians, he says in the first verse, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth crucified among you? You know, there's a lot of people who have been bewitched by these modern-day charismatics, modern-day free-willers, will-worshippers, modern-day Zionists, modern-day Hebrew Roots Movement, all of them. They've been bewitched. And uh, Paul concludes this thing out, you know, by just reminding them in verse 18, I like the way he says this in verse 17. Let no man trouble me. Do you ever feel that way? I know I do. Just just get off my back. Get out of here. You know? yeah. he saying, hey, just, you know, leave. <laughs> okay. Another another time he said that they came in to spy out our liberty. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then he says in verse 18, brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. What a way to end. Brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. He begins with grace and he ends with grace. And if you go back to the very first chapter of Galatians, look at the first verse. I love it. He tells how he even became an apostle. He became an apostle. How did he become an apostle? He says, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man. But by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, that's how he became an apostle.
2: Yes, yes, our Trinity. Yes, yeah, yeah, our right the... there too, isn't it? It is. Yes, good point. Good point.
0: That is a real good point. So it's not just by Jesus Christ, but it's by the Father and the and the Spirit, the Godhead.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen.
0: Yeah. Very good points. Okay, Mark. I'll let you finish it up for us, brother.
1: All right. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brothers, I should say. <laughs> All right. This is a good verse, verse 13. For neither are they themselves who are circumcised, keep the law, but desire to have you circumcised, that they may glory in your flesh. Look what I need him to do. I'm the pastor <laughs> One thousand member church, and I got him baptized. I got little Johnny baptized when he was ten years old. Look what I made him do, cause I'm the pastor. Everybody listen to me. <laughs> yeah, but God forbid that we should glory. Verse fourteen, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. I'm reminded of the other scripture. Where then is boasting? It is excluded by what law? The law of works? Nay, but the law of faith. Uh, That reminds me of that scripture also. Verse 15, in Christ nothing is uh, no availeth in anything nor uncircumcision. The thing that's important here is is the new, crea- the new creation, being a new creature, having be being, being quickened by that spiritual inbreath of spiritual life and mindfulness of God. That's the that's the that's what's important, not these external things like having Amen. a little piece of flesh removed and all of that. That's that's. That relates to what I said before about how unregenerate man is so easily deceived because he only looks on the external affairs of life and has no understanding of the internal spiritual affairs of life. And so, verse 16, As many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them and mercy and upon the Israel of God. And then verse 17, from henceforth let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. What are you hassling me for? I haven't done nothing to you. Leave me alone. Go away. Bug off. (laughs) Right, Brother Larry. Yeah. And so then verse 18, brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Uh, yes what a way to end this uh, this book this piece of writing here and uh, with such spiritual encouragement as in verse 18 is a wonderful way to conclude here praise God brothers
2: well I
0: want to welcome three more people that came on board while we were in the final frontier there Watched, I've watched too much of the Enterprise and, and Dr. Spock in my <laughs> Anyway. Emmanuel <laughs> Roberts, welcome aboard, and Eva Indies, and also I see that Brother Rick Vittori uh, also has joined us, and uh, Rick has made some very succinct comments. I want to just share that with our audience. He says, tell it all and eat all of it. Amen. And that's what we that's what we do when we partake of the heavenly sustenance, the Word of God. We eat it up. Mm-hmm. And He also says, "Let them be cut off, and go to hell." In other words, that's really what Scripture is saying: that they will be cut off. They will be. Um, they will not stand against the pure, unadulterated blood of Jesus Christ and yeah. it is attack it's like Brother Carl said in his message today uh, uh, King of Kings uh, King of the highest you know whenever these people start attacking our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and they start prefabricating a potential atonement what they're actually doing is they're not attacking Uh, just us they're attacking God himself they're shaking their fist in the face of God Almighty and you know no fear of God before their eyes and one of these days you know Revelation says they're going to cry for the rocks and the mountains to fall on and that's exactly what's gonna happen so I really enjoyed this tonight I'm glad to know that uh, it's all of grace you know it's all of grace it has nothing to do with the flesh uh, we are under uh, we are under a new covenant a living and better covenant and yes brother Rick says that the wicked shall not stand in the final judgment because they will not have a mediator they will not have an advocate yep. Jesus Christ the righteous is our advocate and we will when, when we stand before God, all He can say is, you know, welcome aboard, welcome into my kingdom, not because of anything we have done, but because of what His Son has done for us. Mm-hmm. You know? So he looks at us through the imputed righteousness of Jesus Christ. And so, that's the message tonight. Um, if you get a chance jump on and listen to Brother Carl's sermon today it was very edifying to me and my family and uh, I would encourage you to listen to that also uh, I hope that you all have a good uh, week coming up and we will be back with you on Wednesday night we're ready for the third chapter of Ecclesiastes there's 12 chapters we'll probably have 12 sessions and then I'm going to leave it up to Brother Mark and Brother Carl what our next uh, Wednesday night endeavor will be. Thursday night, uh, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to talk about what you want to do on Thursday night or not. It's a little early. Um, But anyway, if you do have a topic, uh, just email me and I'll share it with the folks out there. Very good. All right. Well, Um, with that, I'm going to just turn it over to the, the uh, uh, Mark and Carl to finish up, and then we'll conclude tonight, and I appreciate everyone that's joined us. Go ahead, brothers. Take it, Brother Carl, and then I'll go.
2: Okay. Well, enjoy the fellowship. By the grace of God, uh, Brother Ashley Kenny over in Australia. God bless you, Brother. Um, Brother Larry Phillips and Sister Rosette and Brother Mark Phillips, we love you guys. Um, Brother Mark Kennedy. Uh, and I'll finish with the Gospel of John, Chapter 6, Verses 35 through 40. In uh, authorized King James Bible only, the inspired Word of God, every single word in punctuation and italicized words that were added in chapter and verse divisions, the inspired Word of God preserved for us as promised by him in our own native tongue, in English, to the glory of God. Verse 35, And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you that ye also have seen me, and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and in him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Amen. Amen. Amen,
1: brother. Very good. That's that's a great piece of writing in the Gospel of John. Well, thank you, saints, for being with us tonight. May Jehovah comfort and guide and enable you in whatever situation you may be. Please keep praying for those three uh, prayer requests that I always mention, and I will close with my little scripture that I have adopted lately in the Authorized Kings Version. First Peter chapter one, verse five. Speaking of the perseverance of the saints, the final perseverance of the saints. First Peter one, verse five, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time, which last time is what we are in now.
0: All right. Well, praise God, saints. Well, thank you. And Brother Mark, I love you, brother. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, same thing to you, Brother Carl. You guys are very special. And by the grace of God, he's brought us together. And by the grace of God, he will keep us together. And with that, I'm going to say good night and have a good week. God bless. Hi, Brother Mark. Love you,
1: Brother Carl. I'll call you.
2: Love you, too.
1: Love you, Saints. God bless.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call.